I will say very quickly that one passage that has commended itself uh, to me over the years, especially when Reverend Helen uh, began to, uh, you know, thought on it for quite some time, is uh, Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal to God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And the, 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 the singular lesson from uh, that passage is that whenever the Lord Jesus Christ and you know, coming from, 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 from above aligned himself to be packed and you know, packaged into the form of a man, every time the Lord exalted him, verse 9 says, Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. At every point in time, he went down. At every point when he could have felt that I have arrived, he actually went down. Praise the Lord. The everlasting life doctrine will puff up people who have not gone faithfully through the cause of Christ. One thing we know is that whenever Christ is preached, the result must always be humility. And when we, we come into everlasting life, we must understand that so much entrance is going to be uh, granted unto each and every person that follows these teachings faithfully. I thought to myself that last year's SOS Actually, there was a lot of teaching concerning stones, precious stones, foundation, to show up, to show up foundation, and that what has been taught so far in this in this uh, in, in, in in this year's uh, mirrors that which was taught last year. There is a need for us to grow. There is a need for everyone. To continue to be humble, we know that revelations can puff up, but there has to be a conscious undertaking in us because what the principles have done is that in spite of all that God has done for them, in them, through them, and even in us who are their pupils. They have remained consistently humble. We know that Satan is not humble. He's proud. And that is one reason why I do not use proud for anything. If somebody tells me, you know, you are proud about your, your child, I say, sorry, that's not the word I would use. And he was proud over nothing for the simple reason that the glory that rested on him 
he also was of the dimension of everlasting life, but not of the form of the quality of the height that man has been called to. Man was made a little lower than the angels. But the reality of it is that the type of material of which he was made, we can say is infinitely superior to that that angels were made of. The wisdom of God crafted the angels out of substances that are higher in ab initio than that which you know uh, made men. But the reality of it is that there is an expectation that we will grow. And in course of time, we will be able to overtake the angels in glory. We'll be able to overtake the angels in wisdom. We'll be able to overtake the angels in every parameter that we can, you know, uh, begin to use. Praise God. Pastor Mecca was mentioning gold, uh, collecting uh, uh, gold, dust, and, and stones. And he said, he was actually talking of, of men. Now the gold and all the precious things that bedecks Satan, I want to believe that there, <laughs> there, there is gold and there is gold. That his gold which turned his head and all the precious substances and his beauty is not comparable by any means with that which our Lord Jesus Christ has access to and which he has access to so that we too will come into the same. Praise God. Hallelujah. One of the things that I thank God for in this ministry is that from the very beginning it was clear that this is a place where people are being taught and will be taught how to escape completely from the clutches of sin and iniquity. Many others are much more interested in what appear to be the paraphernalia of honor and of glory that will come to man. But really, those things do not constitute the essence of what God wishes to give to us. What God wishes to give to us is so incomparably glorious, so much more beautiful. But it is as a result of a construct in the soul. Papa Higgins used to say that he desired to be built up on the inside 10,000 times more than on the outside. And I reckon that one of the reasons why many people are not very keen about this ministry is because the principals and those who have been raised through their tutelage are much more interested in downsizing rather than upsizing. Praise God. That's we all together are, you know, today coming together from different nations of the world to pursue after the same thing. I want to believe that it is because they have been able to teach us to be humble, to be meek. In fact, the so great salvation that we are coming into 
the, the, I think it's James that says that receiving with meekness the engrafted word that is able to save the soul. One of my favorite, uh, maybe probably my favorite in the Old Testament is Jeremiah 45 verse 5. And I, I, I seek to, to speak it at every place where I minister because it speaks to me. You know, when you begin your life, when you begin your life, you know, outside the world of righteousness, you have all kinds of ambitions. You want to be this, the first of this, the best of this, the highest of this, the richest of this, the everything of everything. I now begin to understand that seeking the greatness of ministry is actually iniquity of the highest order. That was what turned Satan. Instead of continuing to be faithful in teaching the seraphims, he decided to attract their worship and the worship of the lower angels unto himself. Because there was something, that, that greatness, he, he, he sought it with all his heart. 45.5 says, And seekest thou great things for thyself? That was God's message to Baruch, who was uh, working you know, together with Jeremiah. Seek them not. For behold, I will bring evil upon all flesh, said the Lord. But thy life will I give unto thee for a prey in all places whither thou goest. We wouldn't like to talk too much about what happened to himself and Jeremiah, who are taken down to Egypt when the Lord had said nobody should go down to Egypt. But that the reason we are able to come together on the holy hill of Zion is because fervent charity has brought us together. We cannot come together two, three brothers in a room may be able to come together. But I can assure us that all those who are in Canada from the east to the, to the west to the mountainous areas and all that, if it were not for charity, they would not be able to operate in togetherness, which we can see clearly today. Neither would we be able, uh, people like Pastor Moses and the, and the media team in, in Lagos, I know how much they've, they've had to lower themselves and work for all of us in order that this message will go forth to all the world. I know the way and the manner Pastor Fasson, Pastor Thompson, Pastor Yanohore, uh, 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 how they minister, how Pastor Emeka ministers, right now is in the cold of Poland, living aside the warmth of Nigeria, for the sake of brethren in Poland. And I know that of a truth, we, have, we are now coming into a time and a season when the sacrifices of these ones and the pastors in Canada, the pastors in the United Kingdom, the pastors in Austria, the pastors in every place where this word is being, is being, is being taught, by reason of the greater light that is coming to us, bringing superior substances from above. I'm sure that all of us can give testimonies of how in the last year or two, things have changed dramatically for every one of us. 
For one thing, I thank God because uh, these days I find that almost every five seconds, I remember something I should, I should not have said. And something I, I should not even have thought. And that is because of the greater light that is coming. So each and every one of us must be determined to come down, to go down. The phrase that uh, Reverend Helen uses, which I, I think I, I like and I've used it so many times counseling people recently, take the fall. Take the fall. TTF. Take the fall. So whenever we are speaking and I say TTF, take the fall. Spouses, take the fall. Servants, take the fall. Masters, take the fall. Ministers, take the fall. When we are able to do that in humility and in meekness, then that which Christ came to the world to do in order that we might be able to come up to the throne will be accomplished. Let me say something. Reverend Oyegoke is a prophet of the highest order. A prophet of the, of the New Testament. I say that without any reservation. Not only because he foresees, but also because he forth speaks. Many things that he has told me, casual things, I have found after years that they come to pass. But we must ensure, and this is so important, that we do not at any point in time make a private interpretation of prophecy. Pastor K taught in the UK a few, a few weeks ago on that. And then one saw that the things that the enemy has planted in us, if they are not removed, there is no way that we will not go astray even when the word of, of righteousness has reached the level of everlasting life. And that we must be very careful because the more of these revelations that come, the greater our height in the spirit, the more precious we are to the adversary, to the enemy. And that God helping each and every one of us, we must quickly ascend to that level of everlasting life that is superior to the everlasting life that is in Satan. In other words, we must come to the level of being begotten so that we are clearly head and shoulders above that which is in Satan. Who, in his cleverness, I really wouldn't say uh, wisdom because he has wires. In his, in his cleverness, he's able to take men at that level by offering gifts that we will want for ourselves. And we will want them in order to improve our position, in order to be higher than we are. And when that happens, that is, when that temptation persists, it is only by the grace of God, the mercies of the Almighty, that we'll be able to escape. Yeah. But every single one of us in every nation, let's be quite clear in our minds that 
Reverend Kayode Oyegoke has been given a commission called the Commission of the End. He's been authorized. I told him when he came to London, I said, Sir, your authority is needed here. He has been authorized to preach this word and he has been given the commission to preach the things pertaining to the end. The end will not come until these words are spoken. And that is why we in London are so very much respectful of him and respectful of his message, knowing that by reason of humility and meekness, he will not go beyond that which the Lord would authorize and would help him to minister. I've had the privilege of listening to him for now 21, 22 years, and I know what it means to systematically go through the syllabus by reason of authorization, by reason of revelation, by reason of keeping very closely to the instructions from above. And this is also the reason why we are beginning to have so much angelic visitations and help during the meetings that we have been having. And that this is happening in Canada, happening in Lagos, happening in so many centers in Nigeria, happening you know, in, in the United Kingdom, indicates that of the truth, we are receiving the same substances. If men cannot see it, it is because they have not humbled themselves sufficiently to see it. But me, I always rejoice when the adversary lifts up his sword against, against me or against us. Because what I say is that if you are not hurting him, he will, he will let you alone. He ministers adversity to those who have been able to cut him down in one area of their lives or another. And now that we know that uh, dominion is not the exertion or privilege power above anybody, but an inner working of submission to the will of God that will enable us to overcome Satan, then we know that of a truth we have come to the place wherein we can be sure of our inheritance. I think it was uh, Pastor Tosin who said that you, you ought to know what, you are, what, what is coming, what is at the end of the road. If you don't know what is at the end of the road, you will not be sufficiently motivated to give your all. Thank God for the men, the women, even the young stars, the, the young people. Let me give kudos, let me, let, me, let me thank God for our young people in every nation. The people called Gadites, I don't know if they're in Canada, I think they're, they're in Canada too, whom the Lord has blessed, you know, sufficiently with a grace and an ability to follow after uh, the seniors. And who I know will bring, you know, awesome things uh, uh, to happen in the years ahead. But Pastor Jephsa, Pastor James, Pastor Bukumi, Pastor Femi, thank God for what God has started in you. And I know that of the truth, 
the prophecies concerning America, concerning Canada, will come to pass because the one who is truth, the ones that are truth, are the ones that are sorting all of us out all over the world. And it will spread. The nations will be delivered from the oppression of sin and, and, and wickedness. And everyone whom the Lord has written in the Lamb's Book of Life and who has not written himself out of it will surely come into the fullness that the Father God has deposited in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me also very quickly end up on these notes. Uh, Galatians 4, I think verse, verse 2. Or let's read 1 and 2. Now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, differs nothing from his servant, though he be lord of all. But he's under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. When our Lord Jesus Christ was asked by the apostles, when are these things going to be? He said very clearly, it's given to him. From the very beginning of creation, I believe that God our Father has known when these things are going to come to an end. We are told that what appears to be a delay in bringing to, to an end that which is of this age is only by reason of salvation. Everything that God does is salvation. And there is a time that the Father has appointed when our tutelage, our learning under those whom the Lord has called to, to teach us and train us will come to a successful conclusion. And then there will be uh, we, you know, I don't want to go uh, directly to Isaiah, Isaiah 2. What he speaks of, uh, if you can put it up, he speaks of a time that is coming when these results will be so clear. This, 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 these things that are being done now, the gold that is being deposited, the, the excellence, excellent operations that are being you know, put into us, that Time will come that it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us of his ways. He will teach us. There is, it, is, it is by teaching. This is that which annoys many people that have come in contact with the ministry. Why this teaching and teaching and teaching? You are always teaching. Yesterday you are teaching. Today you are teaching. But that is what is raising the people that we are seeing all around us. And like I said earlier, teaching in that particular order and manner that the Holy Spirit is leading our parents to pursue. He will teach us of his ways and we will walk in his paths when commandments come by reason of teachings and we now obey the leading of the Holy Spirit 
that accompanies the preaching of the word, then we will grow. And then we will be able to mount up with wings like eagles. We'll be able to overcome the whole I wouldn't call them galaxy, but the whole hierarchy of evil spirits. And we will even come to a place, I don't know how many of us are looking forward to it, to a time when we will be able to stand as it were before the adversary will stand in front of us. We won't stand in front of him. Yeah. The adversary will stand in front of us and he will bring out of his box all manner of wires. But by reason of growth, understanding, we would have acquired the wisdom that will enable us to be able not to fall to his temptation. And this is that is when it will be obvious to the peoples of the world that there is something different about those who have been so raised. Let's be quite clear in our minds. The enemy does not believe that there is the Christ. Christos is also in their company. And they believe in many Christs, but they do not subscribe to the Christ. They say the Christ. That is the one that we know. That's the one that we follow. That's the one that, you know, <laughs> is, is, is the head of, of the church. The Christ. And by the time the Lord helping us, we move up and out of that to above Satan. Then men will see the beauty of Christ. I believe that in the days that we are are entering, by reason of that which we have entered into in the last one or two years, there will, people are going to be able to manifest Christ at such a dimension and such a height that everybody that sees them, we know that there's a difference. Yeah. And in every nation, the Lord has hitherto retained, in, in all over the world, the Lord has hitherto retained witnesses unto himself. But in the days to come, many more witnesses are going to be seen on the face of the earth. People who are determined no longer to walk according to a life, the pattern of a life that was given by the arch enemy of God. And the Lord would help each and every one of us to run with this vision at this time. We will not be weary. The Hebrew church reached such heights and then they got to a point and they turned back. None of us will turn back in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The season has come and the season is going to, 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 you know, to become a reality. When all over the nations, those who are listening presently to these teachings will be dispersed to bring about the manifestations of the things that we are learning to the nations. And the Lord will help us to be faithful. 
the scripture says is given to a servant. What, what is expected of a servant is to be faithful. And the Lord Jesus Christ said, when indeed you have been faithful and you have done all as you ought to, you should just say, uh, this is the, the expectation. You are just, uh, what, what's that term? Uh, an unprofitable servant. Which is also a sign of humility. It doesn't matter to what heights we get to in this work. We will always continue to be under the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Under the Father. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So I just want us anywhere where we may be on the face of the earth uh, that we just uh, put down our heads acknowledging that the Lord Jesus Christ came and this is a, a one who as the word was had so much glory and he came to this world and by reason of submitting himself to the will of the father by reason of keeping his head under by reason of his humility by reason of his meekness by reason of those things that are not common any longer in this world but which we are meant to come into he was able to overcome such an adversary and that the lord would similarly also help us to remain humble in this season in every area of our lives in the mighty name of jesus Father, we are so grateful, Lord, indeed, today. And we are grateful, Almighty God, Lord, indeed, for the great company that you are raising all over the world. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let your will be done in all our lives. Cause us, Lord, indeed, like Christ, to be able to say, not my will, but your will, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, our Lord and our God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Thank you very much.